1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back listeners to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. As you can see from my t-shirt, the force is strong in my family. And I'm sure the force is strong in your family. Yes, I'm a little bit giddy because I did go see Star Wars Episode Nine, The Last Skywalker. I urge you guys to go see it. It is a fantastic movie. So big up to everybody out there that's going to enjoy Star Wars this evening. And before I jump into this segment of the latest segment of, yeah, I said it, The Force is Strong with Juju Smith-Schuster, I want to give a big shout-out to My Partners in Crime, I want to give a big shout out to Jeff Hartman, the editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and my co-host on the post-game show as well as the flagship show. The Standard is the Standard. I want to give a big shout out to the Oracle and fellow Star Wars geek like myself, Kylo Schofield, aka Dave Schofield, also known as the Oracle. And I also want to give a shout out to the brother Schofield and nephew Kyle Last but not least, want to give a shout out to who's bad? Brian Anthony Dazes, hashtag Mr. 2AM, hashtag Mr. Just Take It, and Tony Defio. But the title of this particular show, and no, Guyro, I will not give out any spoilers on the program. Let's just say The Force, may it be with you, as I have my Force Artifacts surrounded by me. Got my Yoda mask. I've got my handheld Yoda. Absolutely. Got my Yoda, my lightsaber. And I kind of want to do this program with my lightsaber in my hand because the title of this program is The Force is Strong with Juju. Yes, that's what I mean. The Force is Strong with Juju. What do I mean by that? When you look at the Steelers, at some point in time this season, the Steelers have had, to my count, and my count could be off, six receivers with less than two years of experience catch a ball this year. Now, let me go through some of the names. And there were a couple of transactions uh, pertaining to the wide receiver position. Johnny Holton, excuse me, Tevin Jones was released and an Amar Dorbo um and Amar Dorbo excuse me about that listeners was signed and so if you look at the names you got Deion Kane, Tevin Jones, Johnny Holton, Jamal Kustik, Amar Dorbo and Deontay Johnson but of the wide receivers that I talked about who have caught a ball With under three years of experience, you had Deion Kane, you've had Deion Kane, Tevin Jones, Johnny Holton, Jamal Kustik, um, and Deontay Johnson, and James Washington. So, what I'm trying to say is that even when Juju ain't around, just like the force, its presence is everywhere and all around you. Juju, in my opinion, is the key to unlocking the mysteries of the Steeler-verse or the Steeler's offense. Think about it. And I want to apologize for my phone ringing. That's the force trying to dial in to make sure I'm plugged in. You can see the force, my blade and my force lightsaber. And think about it, right? Right. In the game against the Buffalo Bills on a final drive, you had Devlin Duck Hodges targeting Dean Kane. Riddle me this Do you want the last throw of the game in a game in which, if you win it by all intents and purposes, you are going to make the playoffs? Do you want Dean Superman Kane targeted and big up to Chris Edwards for the contribution in the super chat? I want to I appreciate that. And if you want to get your question up to the top of the program, we have the ways with the super chat. You can also like the video and you can subscribe to the show. We're pushing for six thousand. I know we're going to get to five thousand by the end of the year, but we're pushing for six thousand. Dean Kane, y'all think the force is with Dean Cain? You think the force is with Tevin Jones? You think the force is with Johnny Holton? You think the force could possibly be with Deontay Johnson? Do you think the force is strong in the Steelers wide receiver core? And the reason that the force isn't strong in the wide receiving core is because They have no experience. So, in my opinion, for the Steelers to progress on this march to the playoffs, they need Juju back. They absolutely need Juju back. I think Juju is the key to unlocking this offense. Think about it this way, just from a personnel standpoint. And we're not even going to talk about how he can be utilized and used, but isn't Juju. Deontay and James Washington, much better than any combination of Kane, Jones, Holton, or Johnson and Washington. Absolutely. And thank you, Ron Chess. May the force be with you for hitting the like button. You know, it 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 just it's just better, especially when you're trying to support a very young quarterback. And Devlin Duck Hodges, he needs all the weapons that he can have at his disposal. And dare I say, if you're going to throw it into double coverage at the end of the game, I might want you to try that throw with Juju Smith Schuster. Also, Juju is a guy that can relieve double coverage, in my opinion, from James Washington. I like eleven personnel. That's one back, one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers with Washington, Juju, and Deontay. So again, the force is strong with Juju because Juju is the life essence and the spirit that can unlock this offense. And big up to Maxwell McCormick. <laughs> so. You know, when I think about it, just think about it this way. You know, you can flex Juju out. You can play the X or the Z. He can play the Y. You can put a bunch formation on either side of the field with all three of those players. Juju has run after the catch. Deontay Johnson has run after the catch. James Washington is emerging. I like that wide receiver core going down the stretch, particularly with James Conner, Samuel, and, and White. I think those are the six best skill players that the Steelers can put out on any given Sunday in the last two Sundays of this year. And I think the Steelers are going to absolutely need both of those guys and all I say all six of those guys, all of those skill players at their disposal. If they want to go down the road, beat the Jets and possibly have to beat the Ravens, if it makes sense. To get into the playoffs at that point in time. They need Juju. Juju unlocks it all. He he keeps a lot of those rookie guys off the field. He keeps Kane off the field. He keeps Holton off the field. Um, Kostick is on the practice squad, he won't get any snaps. Amara Dorba, he would keep him off the field. I mean, you need Juju back. And if Juju missed all these other games just to come back in this particular game. I'm all for it. They need all hands on deck and again, the force is strong with Juju Smith-Schuster. He is the key in my opinion in unlocking this offense. Also, I think if you can put Juju and James Washington to a side, I think it can keep a safety out of the box so they're not running they're not running against heavy fronts and eight guys in the box. So it can help with the running game as well. You know, I think Juju is a player that the league respects. I mean, I'm sure, he, you know, his plate was pretty full last year, and he ate, you know, off of Mr. Third and Fifth, but Juju made a bunch of plays. And I'm sure Juju has a bad taste in his mouth about this year. We need, and the Steelers need, a hungry Juju. You know, I mean, like Maxwell McCormick said, Juju's mere presence on the field Sunday will free up Wash and Johnson. It gives you three playmakers. It gives you guys that can get yards after the catch and make plays. I don't know who you double in that alignment. I think if you can have 11 personnel with those three, you get again a safety out of the box and you run against some decent numbers.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal.
1: So I think the force is strong with Juju. Hopefully it's strong with Randy Featner because the offense needs to be a little bit more creative, aggressively hashtag, aggressively conservative. But I think with Juju coming back, hopefully, and Juju was a full participant. I have not looked at the injury report for today because of course I was watching star Wars, but according to the show yesterday, according to Jeff, and those guys, and they did a fantastic show, Jeff. Uh yesterday, those those guys were fantastic. Jeff, Dave, and Brian Anthony Davis, and they did kind of an after-party show as well. Make sure you like that show. Uh, they did a fantastic job. And so, as of yesterday, Juju was a full participant in practice. And I hope Juju can stay healthy um because they need him. He is the key. He is the key, in my opinion, to unlocking that offense giving Randy Feetner a lot more options in which he can run. Hopefully that eliminates the Wildcat. And, and, And they just need their best offensive players going down the stretch. As I put Yoda in the frame once again, because I think it's going to be a tough road game. You know, I think they have the ability as a defense to go up there and beat up the Jets and really dominate. But it's just really going to help Devlin Doug Hodges if he can go up there with the full complement of weapons, actually ironically go up there with his most experienced wide receiver, and really go out there and try to play that football game and win that football game because this is a game in which I think the Steelers absolutely need. We can all agree on that. Although I think the Tennessee Titans are going to lose the rest of the way, a Steelers win eliminates any of those six-game teams, any of those six-win teams like the Raiders or or, or the Browns or anyone else, from getting back into the mix and possibly taking that last spot potentially at 8-8. and You know, I think the Steelers are going to get it done. I think they're going to play a good game. If you want my particular score and prediction, make sure you go to the standard is the standard. But absolutely, the force is strong with Juju Smith-Schuster, and he is the key again to unlocking this offense i want to jump into the live chat and jump into your questions i want to urge you guys to hit the dollar sign button i know it's christmas time it's christmas season but if you got a question that's the way to i can guarantee get to it and get it to the top of the program and ask it or excuse me and answer it uh let me go to ryan kellerman he asked should minka take 29 now that kelly is gone and i don't know if you guys Heard that, but Cameron Kelly was waived today. He was in an altercation, I believe, in a bar earlier this week in Pittsburgh, and as a result, he got waived. I would think that Minka would take his 29 back now that Kelly's gone. I mean, the number is available. I would guess he would take it, and he doesn't have to pay for it again. Um, 98671X says, man, just say the prediction again. Come on, X? It's called a teaser, baby. You got to go to the old show, and you got to listen. Um, Max McCormick, uh, <laughs> said he did not like the after party show. Well, you know, to each his own, I thought it was a good show. Um, I, I thought it was a good attempt at, at bringing some levity to this. And, you know, we all have our, our, our thoughts and we all like different things. Um uh, Chris Edwards, and that was low hanging fruit, Chris and, and, and way for getting it. And absolutely for bringing it up. And he said, as I raised my master Yoda mask, he said, the force is not strong with Randy Featner. Let me, let me jump into a thing about Randy Featner. And I, I was pretty tough and pretty critical about Randy Featner on the standards of the standard. But the one thing I will say, unless you watch film, the complete picture is not there. Now, there are some situations where he is being painfully obvious. There are situations where he's bringing in Zach Banner, he's bringing an extra lineman, and he is putting tight ends in motion to the side with the extra lineman. We're essentially to the right or to the left of Marquise Pouncey. You have a center, you have a guard, you have a tackle, you have an extra tackle, and you have two tight ends. I think that's six players that I named. Essentially, you have like nine guys on the line of scrimmage, including the quarterback and a wide receiver flexed out as the X receiver. I counted at least five or six times when they did that, that they actually ran to that side. What did the Buffalo Bills do as a result? They shifted their front, put additional bodies to the strong side of the formation and stopped the running play. What was even more distressing about that was, They got no push. I would think that even if you put those many bodies over there, even if the bills adjust to it, you can get a yard. They were losing yards or getting at minimum a yard. If you put that many people on the side of a formation and you cannot get a yard, either three maybe three yards, that's bad. That that is really bad because what we're seeing is that when the Steelers say that they want to run and formationally put themselves in position where it's obvious that they want to run, they still can't run. And that's a problem. You should be able to grind out at least three, three and a half yards in those situations. The fact that they rarely get that and that they struggle to get one, they get zero, and they get negative gains just shows you that this offensive line has not performed to its normal standard. The standard is the standard, and I don't think the offensive line has played to that. With that being said, there was a couple of times, or is one play in particular, where they set the they set the formation that same way, where they had the extra offensive tackle to the right of, I believe in this case it was I think it was uh, a Villanueva, and they shifted the tight ends to that side as well. They had one wide receiver flexed out, and they have Devlin Hodges, of course, a quarterback. They faked the handoff to that side, ran boot action to the opposite side of the formation, slipped the tight end underneath that throw, and Devlin Hodges throws the ball out to a wide receiver. Um, I I think it was Johnny Holton for one yard. When the tight end had slipped underneath the flat, excuse me, not underneath the flat, the tight end had slipped out in between the numbers behind a linebacker in front of the safety. If Devlin Hodges sees him, it's an easy throw in his chest. You get 14 yards. So in my little bit of a defense of Randy Feetner, Devlin Hodges is leaving plays on the field. Even in the play where he throws the interception to White, that almost gets returned for a pick six, and he gets tackled by Matt Filer. There were multiple receivers open on that play, and he chooses to throw into the bracket. But I'm not putting that all on Devlin Hodges. You have to give him really clear, discernible, decisive stuff that he feels confident going out and executing. And this is where this comes full circle back to Juju Smith-Schuster. You put Juju on the field, I think he dictates certain coverages, and he can provide some clear and, and some more empty windows and clearer windows for Devlin Duck Hodges to execute and to throw the football. But let me jump into some more of your questions. You guys are blowing up the live chat. Hmm. And the force is strong with all of you. May the force be strong with us as you hit the like button and the subscribe button and get us to 5,000. Chris Edwards asked, what's my opinion on Pouncey's PFF rating? Um, And his snaps have all been over the place, but I don't think he has been all that bad outside of that. Uh, I don't know if he's as poorly ranked as PFF suggests. I'm not sure who PFF says is the top center. Uh, I don't think he's a pro bowler this year. I think he's played, you know, average football. I don't think he's played the dominating pouncy football that we've seen in the past. His snaps have been inconsistent. You know, the Pro Bowl, to a certain respect, is a popularity contest. Not that the AP voting, because it's all media members, isn't a popularity contest. But I don't think Pouncy has been dominant this year. Um, I don't think Pouncy has been a dominant player over the last two years. I think he's a solid guy but I don't think he's a dominant guy. Let me jump into the super chat question of Solomon Smith. Want to thank you for the 499. I could stand a Randy a little bit more if he took some accountability and stopped blaming his QBs. Merry Christmas and Happy New Years to Steeler Nation. Here's the point. Randy Featner is Ben Roethlisberger's coordinator. point blank. That's it. And he's good. He's good for for Ben. He's Ben's guy. But, you know, I'm not an advocate. And you guys have listened to me on this show in the past that, you know, I'm not an advocate of throwing anyone under the bus. And I'm definitely not an advocate of throwing a very inexperienced player under the bus. Uh, You know, I, I think that's not good business. I don't think you deal with it like that. You know, your 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 status as coordinator is to get a guy ready. I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to get a guy ready. Uh let me let me let me update. We got another super chat, and the super chats are starting to come in here. And I wanna uh, I wanna comment on Snowman. Snowman asked, any news on the injuries? Uh let me list it to you. As of today, Juju Smith Schuster was a full participant, Artie Burns, full Mark Barron, Pouncey, DiCastro, Villanueva, uh Villanueva, McDonald, Vance McDonald, TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, Ramon Foster, and Nick Vanette. This is amazing that at this point in the season with three games remaining, of course Sundays and two games afterwards, that everybody, that all of these guys are full participants. I don't see anybody listed on the injury report as out or even questionable. So Um, it's, that's a fantastic news. It looks like, uh, uh, Juju Smith Schuster is going to be back. Let me read you the paragraph from the article that, uh, while he may not be full strength, he's good enough to be not to be listed on the status report. Smith Schuster said he doesn't know what the plan is for him on Sunday, but he'll do whatever coach Tomlin decides his quote was, I don't feel hundred percent, but I'm going to see what I can do. It depends on coach. What coach says it's coming along. It's a process. The knee is kind of tricky. You don't really know. You're a full go until you run at your full speed when you're getting hit, getting tackled. Hopefully, I'm able to go this week and play. I think at the end of the game, when it comes down to me playing this weekend, it's a mental game. How strong can I tolerate the pain? It's a process I can take slow. Hopefully, I'm out there with my boys. So that's great news. I mean, that's great news. You know, that's even further evidence that the force is strong. With Juju Smith-Schuster. And I'm sure Ray touched his knee and gave some of her life force to Juju so he could come back. Let me jump into another live chat. I didn't hope I didn't miss one, but let me jump into my partner in crime, my fellow hater, Grayson Brown. And thank you for the 1499. That's awesome. He said, what up, Lance? Every loss is on the offense. The offense is coordinated so poorly. If I play defense, I would be mad. I'm tired of blaming players. Coaches got to coach to win. The OC is terrible. I don't really disagree. I mean, you know, I I thank you for that rant, Grayson. I don't disagree. I mean, I think the problem, you know, I think the problem is the coordinator largely. And, you know, if I had to divvy it up, you know, I'd put 80 on the coordinator, about 20 on the quarterback. I mean, you have to figure out what you can do with Devlin Doug Hodges. you got to get him prepared to play better football. I think Jeff hit it on the head uh, in a couple of shows ago when we did the standard the standard when he said, I think the game plan was the San Diego game. The San Diego game, I think, was the blueprint in how you play Devlin Hodges. And they leaned. Heavily on James Conner in that game. When you look at James Conner getting the amount of touches that he did against the Bills, that's just that's just not forgivable. And the fact that James Conner was averaging five yards a carry, but he only rushed it maybe ten or twelve times. I mean, that's ridiculous. Maybe eleven, because I think they had fifteen total rushes, including Devlin Hodges' scrambles. Maybe had one or two. I mean, that's just unacceptable. Throwing it almost forty-two times, about forty-two times. That's just unacceptable. That's not playing to win. That's playing to lose. And what also it says to me is it ain't changing when Ben comes back. Regardless of whether the Steelers have a dominant defense or not, it ain't changing. He's Ben's coordinator, and they're going to do what Ben wants to do, and that's sling the ball all over the yard. Now, if that makes, if that means the Steelers next year when Ben comes back get up and get leads and they grind teams out with the running game and it looks sort of like Bill Cowher-esque, then great. But I don't believe it. I I don't believe, I don't trust Featner with Ben. I don't trust that combination. And I just don't think he's been aggressively conservative enough to get the most out of Devlin Duck Hodges. I mean, putting all those people on one side of the formation and running to it, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, that that is absolutely ridiculous. Let me jump into uh, some of your questions, Fly High P.A., uh, second, what I was saying about the injury report—nobody is injured, I guess, except Knicks. But Knicks hasn't played for a while, and I think Knicks is on injured reserve. What up, Kane Adminson? What up to you, Big Dog? Uh, Michael Malley said, "G. Alexander nail meet a uh, uh, hammer." I guess he's hammering the nail. Um, Steeler fifty-eight said, "Exactly, Lance Belichick could coach Duck up to win ball games." I agree. I I, I agree. Frank Connor agreed with me 80 20 that most of it's on feet and they're not on duck I mean you can't blame, blame duck you can't I mean blame you can't blame duck blame, duck is a young professional that's like blaming 12 year olds that do, do what you say when you coach them and you try to put it on you try to put it on 12 year olds and youth players when the coach and that's the coach's job to get them out to, to, to get anything out of them. Uh, let me let me let me chime in and go down once I try to find this Kane said can you tell me why every week Mark Barron has a day off I think vets get those days off for bumps and bruises. I think that's what it is I think that's a way that they maintain guys bodies where they don't bang they can get in the gym they can lift do recovery stuff I think it's just protocol and how he tries to take care of Tomlin is the he and trying to take care of veterans. Victory Asher, love that name, said the OC should not have this kid throwing the ball like that unless Deck was, Duck was balling out of control from the get-go. You're absolutely right. You you can't do that. Grayson chimed again. Why did the, why did the Steelers abandon a run game when it was working on Sunday? Because they had every plan to throw the ball and sling it around and make this a Duck Hodges game when that made no sense whatsoever. So I, I agree with you. And Grayson also said, how can you win down the stretch that the offense keeps making mistakes? It's going to be very tough. And that's one thing I want to talk about again. It's like I have every confidence that the Steelers are going to turn the ball over again against the Jets. But I'm just equally confident that the Steelers will probably take the ball away more times than they give it away. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious
1: prizes. Chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Just how good could this team be if they didn't turn the ball over? I mean, they're turning the ball over at an alarming rate. They put the ball in harm's way nine times against the Buffalo Bills and only lost 17 to seven and gave up and lost five of those to turnovers. Can they play a clean game? And to captain underpants, yes, I think Juju can lift this offense because of what he will make defenses react to. I don't think you can cover the Steelers the same way with Juju Smith-Schuster. He can provide some gravity in the offense to take away a safety, in my opinion, out of the box and take away double coverage from James Washington. I think you just put your best players out and you see what's going on. Frank Crocker asked, Lance, are you nervous that this game could be a letdown? I am nervous. Tom and teams are known for losing to bad teams. They're a bad team, though. Think about it this way, Frank. They're a bad team. And I say that because they have the potential to lose it to anybody, and, and anybody can lose to anybody. But yes, but we know this team is eight and this team is eight and six. But this team plays from a point differential margin of a team that is sub five hundred. When you average roughly nineteen and you give up like eighteen, you're 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 pretty much a bad team. The only thing that says you aren't a bad team is your defense and your record. But your record is the thing that matters. I think they know the fragility of this team and of themselves. So I don't think there is no letdown. They know that they can lose every game because of two things, Randy Featner and Devlin Doug Hodges. I don't think they go into games thinking they are better than anybody. I think they are singularly focused, and they know that they are playing with a very small margin for error. Let me jump into a couple of more questions before I go ahead and keep this one short and sweet and in the show. And I want to thank everybody definitely for the, for the super chat uh, contributions, man, Grayson. Thank you for that. That, that is that is really appreciated, but even more than the super chat big up to Chris Edwards over in the UK, the force is strong with him. My guy from the UK giving us pounds, $2 and pounds, big up to you. Uh, more than anything, you know, we enjoy doing this show for you. Um, and Yoda said there is, you know, do or do not, there is no try. Um, we enjoy doing this for you. And the, the way that you guys can really help us really is by liking the program, like the program, like the program, like the program and subscribe. And guess what? I am back at you tomorrow morning, with the Steelers' burning question, I think I'm going to do the burning question pretty early tomorrow. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, I want to jump into a question here. Snowman, how many sacks do the Steelers get on Sunday? I'm gonna go with four. I'm gonna go with four sacks. That's right. Big up for the UK, Chris Edwards. Let me go into a Grayson question. Um, we I talked about that. Um, how I thought Juju can improve the offense. He gives you another playmaker. I think you have to I think your coverages have to change with Juju. And I don't think you can double and take away James Washington. Um I'm not sure the position coaching sucks, Deion Murray, because defensively they don't suck. The defense is playing lights out. Um I I, I think the offensive line is struggling, but I don't know if that's all on coaching. I think that's some of the in part of playing with rookie skill positions. You got rookie linebackers, um, you know, excuse me, mm-hmm. rookie running backs, you got Very young wide receivers. And I I think that really has impacted the offense. But definitely, as Kathy said, Yoda. That's right. Yoda is right here. I got the green lightsaber. May the force be with all of the people in the super chat or the live chat. May the force be with Devlin, Duck Hodges. I got all these props today. May the force be with Master Yoda and all of the Yoda all of the Jedi, excuse me, in the Jedi order, big up. I think the movie was awesome. No spoilers. Make sure you go out and see it, and we can talk about that as well tomorrow. Big out to Ray Olivares. Um, and, and, and 98671 is right. The Jets lost to the Bungles. I mean, they lost to the Bungles. So I'm not and I'm not taking that for granted that this is a game that the Steelers can go easily win because they have an experienced quarterback playing. Take care of the football, run the football, be conservatively aggressive, and go out and win this game. But with that, we're going to conclude the program. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe.